Hello, everyone. It's amazing how taking this little bit of time off has rebooted my ability to host these conversations. I'm a little bit out of practice all over again. This week, uh, my guest is the first sex worker who has never been an escort. In the event of this pandemic, a lot of sex workers have moved to selling online content, and this young lady has managed to rapidly make quite the name for herself. This gorgeous woman began in the world of online content creation earlier this year and has dazzled many of us with her charming wit and relatable videos. Of course, she is Miss Savannah Solo. Savannah and I scheduled this recording weeks ago and decided to go ahead and record it last week. Amidst all of the uncertainty and craziness with the revolution in the wake of the killing of George Floyd, with the Black Lives Matter movement finally taking hold of the main stage, the answer isn't for us to stay silent, but to take accountability and acknowledge the ways we've failed to be good allies to discuss how we've been complicit in following racist policies and abiding by racist behavior, committing to leading a better example in the future. I didn't start recording the episode immediately upon starting the video chat with her until I realized I should have been, so the audio commences about seven or eight minutes after we started chatting. I felt it was relevant to include it in the published episode, um, so the beginning of this episode is a little different. Here we go. There's a lot of people who are trying things that they've never tried before. Sex! Why do you think people don't see it as work? I don't know. I think there's just too much stigma. What do you mean we can't just go tell people? The vast uh, complexity of human sexuality. The escort. Deconstructed. It must yeah. be so heartbreaking. Yeah. I Yeah. And, but then I realized, like, as soon as all of this started, um, I... I just hadn't been looking at my Twitter timeline, which, you know, that's that's on me. But like you get busy, you get sidelined and I, then you got to apologize for the narrow vision. It's just so easy. Yes, to happen. Yes. And I mean, I had been spending time with my family. We had um, it's a fucking pandemic, too. Like, damn. Yeah, I know. And and then I was like, like, I, I apologize for it. And then I was like, but fuck, I shouldn't have even I shouldn't have even said anything. I should have just like, yeah, right? just shut up and kept going like shut up and just started promoting like or, or, or signal boosting things and raising awareness like why did I even have to fucking say anything and then my friends were messaging me and they're like so I got canceled because I didn't say anything fast enough and I'm like look I know like, and so then like I'll try to say something like hey guys like I know we're all really on edge but can we like can we like just take it down like one notch and then that I should have never said that <laughs> it's 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 really hard but it all starts with yeah taking responsibility for not actually being a good ally like I've been researching it a lot now too I only casually researched it before which was an issue it's really shedding light on how I wasn't doing enough Mm -hmm. or even using the right terminology like you shouldn't say you're not racist you should say you're anti-racist I just I didn't spend enough time learning about this and yeah I'm definitely to blame Uh, I feel the same way like but as long as like as long as we can look at it and go oh shit yeah no I'm gonna make a change like that's all that matters as long as as long as we actively make the change and like keep this going after the protests and that's like the most vital bit right absolutely 
I still I was excited about this interview. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've been so stuck. As soon as I read your questions, I was like, oh shit. I this saw is that you were so on fun. a different podcast, so I'm sorry I didn't listen to it. I just like recently saw no. that. How was it? Um, I I actually recorded three different podcasts. Oh my god, you've been busy. Like the last week I have. Oh, I so have. you have your skills refined now. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they were really, really fun. I did one with uh, Brie Olson and they usually do like 45 minute podcast episodes and they let me just flap my jaws for two hours. Oh, I love that. It was so much fun. And then I did one with, um, uh, dual brain podcast with, uh, Zara and, uh, Rose with thorns. And that was really fun. Those girls are a hoot. And then... I did one, uh, I did the American Sex podcast, and they were delightful. We American up, like, Sex? About... Yes, they call their listeners American fuckers, and I love Oh, it. wow, I like the boldness. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm so, They're like, so quiet cool. and harmless compared to that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I take no stance. It is a flaw and a benefit. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously have been so excited for this. I mean, no one else had sent me any, um, any like questions. Really? Oh my God. I'm so curious about that. Yeah, no, no, none of that. Absolutely none of that. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and so like you just get in there and it's like balls to the wall. Like I, I read through the questions you sent a couple of times, but I, I didn't reread through them this morning. Oh my God. You don't need to, as long as you read it and you're like, yep, I know what I answer all that. We're good. Yeah. (laughs) It just seemed like so much fun. Like, I'm, I'm so excited. It's supposed I'm to be so fun. Excited. I'm not, like, interested in grilling you. Like, oh, what is your success been on OnlyFans? How do you make this money? How, how, how? Like, that's not interesting. Oh, that's basically just, like, business 101. Business is just business. <laughs> and then it just happens because you are who you are. And that's the interesting bit. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I think it's hilarious that everyone keeps asking me, like, what was your plan? Like, what was the strategic plan of attack you had to get success? And I was like, none. There wasn't one. (laughs) I would just be making shit up if I made one up now. Like, I don't. Yes. Like, there was no plan of attack. I made mistakes until all of a sudden I figured out what I needed to do. That's what happened. I, like, normally start this really rigidly, but I, like, randomly started recording. So, like, obviously, this is my issue. When I start talking to people before we start recording that's like when we have the interesting conversations and then we have to like repeat ourselves and be like this is genuine and it's not (laughs) so I don't know like I could start it whenever I started the recording but the podcast can start whenever I mean for anyone that hasn't listened to the other episodes uh that you've done of podcasts do you want to give a little introduction of yourself however you please it could be like 15 minutes 20 minutes five seconds (laughs) Oh, yeah, probably closer to five seconds. Um, Okay. So, hi. I'm Savannah. Um, Hi, Savannah. um, (laughs) And I'm an alcoholic. (laughs) Oh, that's not funny. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, I'm uh, I'm 22. I started OnlyFans in January. And um, I make... uh, I, I make funny videos or, or kind of funny videos and I put them on Twitter and I use them to advertise myself or sometimes just to 
um, just to say some shit that somebody needed to say. Mm-hmm. And that's me in a nutshell. I went to college and now here we are. Everyone <laughs> knows a business degree in the most bizarre of ways, but I'm doing it. <laughs> it just, yeah, I don't know. Capitalism has led us here, hasn't it? I was like women <laughs> yes. empowering themselves via what was outlawed in the past. <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's good to be an outlaw. I like it. You did business degree, you said? I did. Love it. I wanted to go into like the arts. I wanted to do like acting. And then I actually got into the school that I wanted to go to in New York. And then I could not bring myself to put my family like $200,000 in debt. So, Mm. um, I just decided to uh, go wherever gave me the best scholarship, and I ended up getting a business degree, and um, and and now I'm selling my titty pics on the internet. I mean, a business <laughs> degree is very versatile. Like, who knows what you'll do next? But for yes. now, like, why the fuck not? Like, I can do my own bookkeeping. I. What do you mean you can? You have to. <laughs> Do you like the bookkeeping aspect? I do. There was a little while where I thought I wanted to be a bookkeeper. Oh. I tried to, I, I tried to sort of find a way that I maybe like get an entry level bookkeeping job. Um, I never could, never could get a job. I applied to jobs for like a year, and I applied to everything, like things I didn't want, things I knew I would be terrible at. Was like, just someone give me work. Right. I ended up doing just some like freelance like contracting here and there um and that that carried me to to where I am now but um yeah I (laughs) I did a lot of a lot of nonsense but I do I do really like the bookkeeping I I don't know it's like it's like relaxing to me to like organize and categorize definitely satisfying on a weird orderly structural level also, you know, no one is like responsible for your finances and screwing you in secret because you can yes. see all of it, which is also extremely satisfying. Yes. And my mom does people's taxes. And oh, as I told her. I love that when um, people's parents are accountants. Right. It's the most reliable right. source. Yeah. Yes. And as soon as I told her, I was like, mom, I'm, I'm selling my nudes on the internet. She was like, let's talk business. Like, are you writing off your lube on your taxes? <laughs> oh my God, my accountant asked the same thing. And I'm just like, isn't that giving it away? Like, I don't know. I have to prove that it is an expense. And how am I going to prove that? I'm going to show them one of the videos. Like, what am I going to do here? Do it. Do it. If it saves you, if it's money that you don't have to give to the government, then do it. Amen I'll for that. I'll show anyone a video of my butthole if it means I don't have to give any more money to the government. You know, that's a, that's a worthy exchange. <laughs> like how did OnlyFans and sex work even come up is my real question like did you someone is like was it in a song I know Beyonce recently dropped OnlyFans in a song which everyone loved I did like it um yeah how did all this come up I actually so I had been like I said I've been looking for work for a really long time and trying really hard and it wasn't I wasn't not getting work because I you know had bad grades or I was a a bad student or not a hard worker wasn't the case at all. I, um, I just, it's just a really tough job market out there. And, um, I, my boyfriend at the time, we had been together for over three years and he was like, Hey, 
um, it was like right whenever like the naked philanthropist was really popular and she was like selling her nudes or, or giving away nudes for the fires in Australia. Oh, right. That, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And so that I think put OnlyFans on a lot of people's map. And so I, um, I ended up starting at OnlyFans after that. I thought I wanted to be a Twitch streamer and just like sell my lewds. <laughs> and then I realized that, um, I'm a really bad Twitch streamer. I'm so sorry, so, but what is Twitch? I like have been avoiding apps like the plague and now I just sound like <laughs> I'm a boomer. No, it's okay. So Twitch <laughs> is basically like it's just a it's a PG or you can like PG thirteen if you're gonna like swear. Um, but it's just where you can like stream yourself playing video games or even like stream yourself knitting. Do people not just do that on YouTube? Like Twitch is just a platform to get more people viewed via cross referrals type of thing. Yes. Like you can monetize it a little more heavily on Twitch, I think, because once you, you have to get like so many people watching in order to get uh, like a partnership with Twitch. And then after that, people can, um, use like these credits. Like if you link your Amazon prime to your Twitch account, it'll give you like a, I guess it's like you can subscribe to someone. You don't get any extra content, but it, it basically just puts some money in their pocket. If you just can, I know you can just put like regular cold, hard cash in there. And it's basically just a way to like tip. Hmm. It's just like a tip system. Like I enjoy what you do or I want to, support you just a little bit and so amazon prime will give you one free credit per month that you can just toss some money at someone it doesn't it cost anything extra to you but they'll give the money to the twitch streamer it sounds so old i'm like oh this is completely new to me (laughs) well i mean it it really really blew up as soon as Fortnite blew up that makes a lot of sense yeah and so that those sort of went hand in hand and now the twitch streamer market is it's extremely difficult to get in there because yeah. everyone realized like oh i i'm good at video games like i've just been chilling doing this on the couch you mean i can make 10 million dollars off of this let's go for it <laughs> and so um but i mean the same thing has kind of happened with OnlyFans during the pandemic like yeah people people were sitting at home needing some money to eat and they were like I'm just going to sell pictures of my ass and it's all going to work out and I'll get rich off of it. And the market flooded. And then, um, I mean, and it's worked out for a few people, but I I think a lot of people went home empty handed and very disappointed that it wasn't as easy as they thought it was going to be. Right. And all that time spent on labor. So you just, but you started before the pandemic hit. Yes. I'm sorry. I I totally got off. No, that's okay. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my boyfriend had suggested it to me and um oh my god your boyfriend's amazing <laughs> well we're not together it's like you're, oh shit <laughs> okay this makes more but, sense that's realistic men don't like oh, yeah. any of that they want to stay yeah. there like let's make a porno but then as soon as you start getting attention they're like stop it take it down that's- well like Oh, it, it was, uh, it was a lot. Like, uh, like I said, we've been together for three years and I, I won't divulge all the dirty details, but he, he had encouraged me to do it. And, um, and so I, you know, 
being I had never I never slept with anyone else before oh him. Well, God, not any other guy before him, <laughs> I mean. And um and like he's the only dude who'd ever seen me naked at that point. And so like the idea that he was like, Yeah, go for it. Like, I don't care. I was like, okay. So I like would check in with him all the time and make sure he was oh, still that's cool nice. with it. And he never said he wasn't cool with it. Um so we kept going and we ended up um breaking up for another reason and and now I kinda know that he um he got uncomfortable with it, but instead of telling me to stop, he just broke up. So Typical. I, yeah. It's easier to uh, not say how you're feeling, especially if you're a male for some reason. I, Vulnerability I mean, is sexy, everybody. Just say how you feel. It's a turn I'm on. I'm telling you. Really? Is. I'm telling you. Like, and especially because I would have I would have stopped one hundred percent if oh. you just said like Right. Hey, These I are my boundaries. Back. Yeah. yeah, because boundaries are important. People who are like, if your boyfriend doesn't support you doing it only fans, then he's controlling. I'm like, where no, do you see that? Where are you being. seeing that? Oh my god, I I see girls do that on Twitter all the time, and I'm like, no, that means he has boundaries, and he might just not be cool with that. Like, listen to him. Like, make the decision whether whether selling your nudes is more important than this relationship. And sometimes the relationship is, you know, falling apart anyway, but you know, it, it's just, man, dudes are allowed to have boundaries and, totally. and feel ways. <laughs> I mean, so your boyfriend recommended, recommended, suggested it originally. And then that's, that the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I started, I started in January and um, I quickly realized that uh, just market. First of all, I was overpricing myself because I didn't know how to price myself. Totally, thinking, yeah. Like I still don't know how like, to price myself. <laughs> I honestly, I I flip flop on it like every day. <laughs> I mean, like I have I have like full length videos just on my OnlyFans feed, and like month one is only six bucks, and it's like you know, someone can just access all of that for $6 and then decide that they're done, Yeah. you know, and, and go home. Should, am, am I not pricing myself high enough? But then as soon as I make it full price for the first month, which is seven fifty, no one wants to buy. <laughs> I'm like, what wow. What a difference. It's right. Like the buck 50. It's only like, What's see, the like, blocking versus deleting or... thing? Because I, I just made one. I guess I made it active literally yesterday. I feel bad because oh, nice. I've had it active for like a week and just not like started to use it yet. But someone subscribed yesterday and I'm like, ah, I'm going to start posting stuff. I didn't think <laughs> that through. Um, but yeah, what is what is the blocking deleting thing? Because if you block them, then it gives them their subscription feedback. Or like if someone's yes. trolling you, like how do you, what's your way of like dealing with that? At that point, what you can do is um, you have the option to either mute that person. So if they're sending you shit and you don't want to give them their money back, then you can mute them and you can disable their ability to comment or message you. Um, and then if you if you're like fuck this guy, like peace, you can you can block them. It will refund their subscription, but not the tips they've given you. I made that mistake. I had this one guy who's, who ordered a custom, um, before he asked me 
um, the amount of time it was going to take, what I would be comfortable doing. He just sent money and he was like, make it. And I was like, oh, fuck. Sent okay, money as a tip? Be... I'm yes, so, I'm so yes. dumb. So in... I haven't started this yet. <laughs> so in order to, like, if someone wants to just send you a little bit of extra cash, they can give you a tip. If they want to tip you on a specific post, they can tip that post yeah. um, to say that they really liked it. Or if they want to order custom content, they send money as a tip. OnlyFans takes 20% of everything. Tips, yeah. subscriptions, referral, or not referrals. They don't take 20% of Didn't that. Didn't they but, just add, um, like, an HST to that, too? Or, sorry, I don't know what it's called in the States, but a sales tax. Um, I think they might have just no, al- I don't, also added I that. Don't, Maybe it's just Patreon. I think it's an American legislation, though, that might be coming. Oh, gross. I know. It's quite gross. a bit. It's, like, like we're, 10%. We're, more what yeah we're already gonna have to pay taxes on I, I, on our earnings like, right uh, like uh, it's like a 30 percent tax rate will that happen to patreon we'll see if it happens to only rounds that's so fucked up like it, honestly if they're gonna do tax then there's no reason for them to tax but the like a conversation creator. or a photo is not selling a good to me yeah what is it's a the service sales tax? and you're not allowed to tax the service i'm not gonna say it's funny the police but it is funny Block <laughs> that extra hard is. isn't that repulsive like, oh my god money from the sex workers i was wondering why are all the their outfits that doesn't care about them right that is we're necessarily <laughs> political as sex workers like necessarily when didn't did I mean, isn't the whole thing no taxation without representation? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Represent us, Jesus. When did this, like, did you did you know it was sex work when you started doing OnlyFans? Like, when did the whole realization that it was, like, sex work that you're doing and that you're part of this, like, marginalized group that people shit on? Like, when did that <laughs> become a part of it? Uh, instantly. Okay. Instantly. I was You're like, doing I, what over there? I mean, it was like, as I was starting, I was trying to figure out how how far I wanted to go. Like, do I want to sell nudes? Do I just want to sell, like, pictures of me in my underwear? Do I want to do explicit solo videos? Like, what do I want to do? And, um, and instantly, like, while I was trying to sell my nudes, I realized, I was like, there's no, there's no holier-than-thou thing that comes from only selling pictures of yourself in your underwear like move to your comfort level sell what you're comfortable with but at the same time don't feel like you're doing it because you're more righteous than someone who sells pictures of their ass like that was that was a big like learning moment where I was like am I doing this just because I feel I don't feel comfortable selling my nudes yet or am I doing this because I feel like I'm, I'm more righteous than someone who does sell their nudes. And I was like, it was, it was a nice moment of separating those two ideas. And, um, and then I ended up feeling comfortable enough to sell nudes and, uh, explicit solo videos. And so I, um, so, I mean, that wasn't a real, at that point, like, you know, it's, it's totally undeniable. Like you can't, you can't, disagree with the idea that you're not under the umbrella of sex work i mean that that hardy's commercial where the girl is like oiled up in a bikini eating a cheeseburger on top of a mustang you know, or, yeah mustang and like that's sex work. 
Well, all advertising is in a way sex work. You're selling sex. You're just not doing it in person, but that's what you're selling. Absolutely. Like if you're if you're selling sex, then oh my god, I love this. Every ad as an OnlyFans back in the day. I fucking love that idea. (laughs) That was her OnlyFans. You guys were tipping the business instead of her. Yeah. I, yeah, I think. Oh my I god, I got onto something. Next month's, <laughs> next month's vid, like super spicy video is gonna be me eating a cheeseburger on the top of my. Oh yeah, that's hot. Rack. I like that. <laughs> Do some kind of like weird transportation or like I don't know something something weird. A doghouse. A tricycle. A dog. <laughs> Anything sexy if you make it sexy. That's right. Oh, my God. That's amazing, though. So you weren't, like, adverse to, like, joining the sex work industry? It is, like, a a moment you have to have with yourself and be like, am I ready for the barrage of insults and, like, trials of my integrity that are about to follow doing this? Right. I think the thing that, that I was most upset about was knowing that for the rest of my life, I'm never going to be allowed to be upset about anything because what? instantly it's going to be written off at, like to the people in real life who know. I'm never going to be able to be upset about anything because instantly it's going to be like, oh, she's upset because she sells pictures of her nudes on the internet. Like, oh no, she's crying because she's ashamed of herself. Like, no, I'm crying because I'm on my period, you asshole. Like, <laughs> like it's... Those can be two things that are unrelated. Like it's like I'm gonna have to be extra bitchy to everyone in my life for the rest of time and show no weakness. I think because- understanding. This is like this whole the whole rioting protest thing has shown me that it's better to be like, why do you think that? And then like meet their logic. There's with all of this, there's a huge you're not giving credit to how the person got to that idea. So instead of attacking mm-hmm. how they found that, which is based on some form of logic to them, you ask, mm-hmm. what is your logic behind that? And then when they present Absolutely. a fact that's untrue, be like, so here's my resource and here's what I've found. And let them look at it. And, you know, then at least they can choose on their own to change based on information they didn't have before. Oh, absolutely. I that's a good I, I've been doing that with my family for Oh, I'm years. sure you have. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I I've I always try to be about like let's give you an opportunity to understand why this is why the way you think is not okay like let's break this down and especially like I live in the in the dirty deep south and so anytime anytime I come home with a new idea or a new understanding of an issue I'm like everyone sit down we're having a discussion <laughs> like everyone like put down put down the dinner like I'm the person who's going to bring up politics at the dinner that table. That food must be so good, though. I don't know if I can ever visit because I'm a whore, so. You can visit me. I will let you visit me. I don't I'll know that the border summer. agents would agree with you because my face is out there. <laughs> Did you not know really? sex workers get banned at the border? What? It gets They can find that you're a sex worker with your face out there. This happened to numerous guests on the show. You get banned, and then that has numerous subsequent consequences to visiting other countries, to applying for things. Yeah, but if you're American and a sex worker, they have to let you back in because you're a citizen, so it's really primarily people of other nationalities, and then you're banned for 10 years once you've been proven to do sex work or maybe undefined forever. 
So I'm just too paranoid to try. They have a whole team dedicated to Homeland Security. That is so fucked up. Especially since the president has seen an escort. Like, okay, sorry, stripper. Stormy Daniels is a stripper, but sex worker. Oh my. I can't believe you're just finding this out now. No, I had no idea. What the fuck? Yeah. I will tell you some of the girls. How do they know? They have a team dedicated to following online presences. So they see your photo. They will go online and show you, like, we see that you put up tour dates for being in the States, that you're a slut here, or we see that your Instagram has the same picture of you in an outfit that isn't on your Twitter, but this is the same person. They don't need, like, reasonable cause, but they will ban you and put that in the system. Holy shit. And they do that in America, too? It's just America. No other country does that to my knowledge. But once that happens and it's a ban for the states, you might not be able to enter the UK. You might not be able to enter other countries because you've been banned from a country for illegal activity. It doesn't matter if you're going there to work or not. Like, same problem for strippers going to the United States. I have been at some of the sex clubs in town and some of the girls were talking about how they couldn't put their platform heels in their suitcase because they'd get questioned at the border about being strippers and then refused. What? Yeah, like the discrimination is real. You could not be going there to work at all and just be going to visit family, but they assume you're working. And to be fair, I get the whole like you need a work permit thing, but if you're not going to work and you're just going to visit family or see a tourist location... It's quite unjust. You're a criminal in their eyes. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. Well, my mind that. is blown. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll send you some resources. Don't worry. Don't, don't do. worry yourself with it. We, we're we trying to fix it by oh destigmatization. There's nothing else you can do, really. Just what advocate. What <laughs> That makes me want to barf. Oh, my God. That makes me so angry. Yeah. But I really want to visit a lot of tourist spots. I'm torn. Well, I'll come to you. I'll cook (laughs) for you and you. And oh, my God. Oh, my God. That just makes me so sick. Oh, that's so repulsive. I'm sorry for ruining your day. day. It's just been repulsive. I'm sorry sorry for ruining your day. (laughs) No, it's okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, this isn't your only job, is it? OnlyFans. You you have a a civvy job, as we call. It. Do you call it a civvy job now too? Have you joined I, the ranks? No, I call it <laughs> the nine to five. Oh, and that I, works. I haven't told anyone what it is, just because I don't want anyone to hunt me down. No, no, no definitely don't tell stuff. people. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so I am still working. Uh, I'm doing it kind of part time right now, um, and. But still, I mean, OnlyFans is its own full-time job. Oh, my God, so, yes. I mean, it's full-time and a half. And so I'm I'm just doing my darndest. And it's, I mean, my boss knows. I, I ended up, I just went ahead and told my boss about it because I, as soon as my videos started gaining some traction on social media and getting like shared outside of Twitter and stuff, I was like, yeah, I need to, I, you know what? Everyone's finding out. I got to tell my family and mm-hmm. I got to tell my boss I like before that, anyone yeah. else finds out. Because I would rather tell my boss to his face and be like, this is what's going on. This is what I'm doing. And if you would like to fire me, I understand. If you don't want me around anymore, I get it. Um, 
but I just wanted to be the person who said that to him instead of like, you know, what if some crazy fucker, like, what if I, I, what I like to piss people off on the internet for being dicks. And so what if one of those people decides to dox me and send pictures of my nudes to my boss? Like, hopefully your boss responds. I feel really bad for you, dude. You should get a life. Well, he said, as soon as like, I told him what I was doing, he was really, he was really quiet. He just, he listened. He let me give my, my spiel. And then he stopped for a minute and he said, I'm sorry, you said you're making how much money? (laughs) And I was like, all right, cool. So we're cool. And he's like, yeah, we're cool. Damn. (laughs) It's not a, an activity taken without some business savviness. And it's not just your desperate women. Like we just understand there is an opportunity to sustain ourselves and like, why not? It's fun. Right. And like, you know, it, it's not, it's not anything taken lightly. Someone the other day, I, I, I don't remember, I, I think maybe it was one of the girls um, on the Dual Brain podcast, or maybe it was in a tweet that I read, but they were like, you don't understand. It's like getting a tattoo on your face. Like, you're not gonna, this isn't just gonna disappear because you decided you were done with it. Like, this is forever. <laughs> I think and, it is forever, but like the whole point is to make it not normalize it, but make it not a big deal. And I right. believe that it's not a big deal because that's the world I want to live in. It's not a big deal. Exactly. And I mean, like, so many people are are sex workers and you don't even... You don't you even, don't know. even know. You don't I thought, twice. like, having a hashtag, I've been a sex worker, would be immense. But I think most people wouldn't be honest about it. But yeah. if you at one point done some form of sex work, oh my God, the numbers of people out there that have actually done sex work for a bit would be enormous. Oh yeah. I think. Oh, absolutely. Who knows for sure. That's really cool though. Were your parents okay with it? Do you, were they kind of liberal no. or super conservative in the <laughs> South? <laughs> no, they're super duper conservative. And like, I, I was like raised super conservative. And then, you know, I realized I was bisexual and I was like, all right, now shit. Like, wait, now I got to rethink literally everything I've ever been taught my entire life. Like, and I think that happened around like between the ages of 12 to 14 was the, oh my God, I have to unlearn literally everything I've ever been taught and regurgitated for the rest of my life. And I have to reform all of these ideas for myself. That is the biggest sham. You got to relearn everything. I mean, it just makes me like the more I started realizing like exactly what I had been taught my whole life, like as like as far as as sex work, as far as um, as far as the gay community, race, like just all of these things that, uh, you know, all of the adults around you are teaching to you and you're you have to to you hit that age of beginning to make thoughts for yourself and what do you think that age is by the way what was that for you I don't know if I've even reached it yet like I'm still like confounded (laughs) by all information I receive and I'm like you guys I don't know anything I'm just trying to like spark conversation because I don't fucking know don't murder people don't treat people like they're lesser than we're all equal beyond that I don't know I really don't. I think it's different for everyone. And there's, it's never too late to look at all of the things that you've learned and go, oh my God, like how fucked up. Like I have been thinking this my whole life because someone told me to think it and I didn't form that idea for myself. I mean, it's so important to accept that there's never a point where it's too late to unlearn something that is harmful that you have learned. I mean, I've done it with sex work. I mean, all the time, like I'm 
I went into sex work with preconceived stigma and, and notions. And I, I had to stop myself like at the door and be like, bitch, who are you to judge literally anyone in here? Like, who are you to look at that and say like, oh, that's fucked up. I wouldn't do that. Or, oh, that's gross. Or, oh, that poor girl. Or, you know, like, who the fuck are you now? Like, let, let people live the way they want to live. They're not hurting anyone. They're getting their bag. Let people live. And that's, I mean, it all boils down to that. I, whenever I was like I said, between the ages of like 12 to 14, I was realizing that I was a part of the gay community and I had to, and I had been like, uh, like I, repressing I, it. Cause you were told. Yeah. To. I had like tried to pray the gay away and like, oh my I, God, I mean, that is so sad. <laughs> right. But like, and, and I had, I lost, I lost really wonderful friendships because I didn't, I didn't know how to form my own thoughts and be myself. And, um, and I mean, that's just going to have a lasting effect on me and the people who I hurt. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm glad that entering like that high school age, like it was really whenever I got to high school and I realized like I'm making all of my own opinions from now on, like I'm not trusting what anyone else tells me. Cause I mean, like, it, I mean, just the whole climate and society in the South is honestly gut turning like the things that we get brought up to believe and just think and like it it blows my mind how did I not how did I not realize how fucked up all of this but is just imagine like, if you didn't have the internet growing up like your parents did it and oh, like you wouldn't have access to any of the information so like it's understandable yes. and then once you hit like 50 I don't know what it is but like no one's open to new ideas or that's not fair, not no one, but just a small number. Like you're very set in your ways. So I think our access to the internet has really changed our ability to change our it minds. Absolutely has. It absolutely has. Honestly, I, it wasn't until I had like got a, uh, I think it was one of my, I had like changed friend groups a little bit. And then I had made a Tumblr like my freshman year of high school. And all of a sudden all of these people were like, hey, it's time for you to unlearn everything and like realize like this is what's going on. Like, I mean, Tumblr now is not really a great resource for. I don't um, think I've been on Tumblr for like five years. <laughs> no, I haven't either. I deleted mine a couple years ago just because I was like, oh my God, like people are crazy on here. But I did, I learned so much during like that time of it was basically like everyone saying, like, hey, hey we're all young, pay attention to this, like pay attention to these things because like, this is the stuff that you're going to need to know. This is the stuff that no one else is going to tell you, especially like if you're in a family of people who have different opinions. And so totally. it was, it was really fun to <laughs> go in and like have my mind blown every day by something new. And I was like, what? Like, but It's um, a lot. Like you need a full day to process, I think. And then the next day you can start to like make constructive thoughts, but I'm so like yeah. taken aback ashamed like all this stuff for a full day and then I can start to make progress I don't know if it's the same for you but it just takes time to get there right and it's okay to take that minute to pause and go oh my god like wow how could I have like let this what have I been doing god damn yeah yeah I mean it's okay to take that breath and then go all right what can I do to change this (laughs) totally God, I have all these questions about OnlyFans. We're having such a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I'm told my parents. To I feel like they're not going to take it well. 
Because I am fully escorting, which I guess that's the thing. You're like the first guest. It's not an escort. And not that I've been, uh, you know, biased towards escorts. But to me, on the hierarchy, hierarchy, escorts are at the bottom of you actually do this. Whereas porn stars don't. Strippers don't. Cam girls don't. Are you a cam girl? Like, what even is OnlyFans? <laughs> what kind of sex work area is it? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's the actually sleeping with people that I don't know if they'd be okay with. Like, and that's so fucked up. I because know. Because the escorts are the backbone of the whole fucking community. Escorts All of this so wouldn't nice. exist like, without they're so the nice, understanding, we give back to everyone we know. Like, we're the most generous, caring people out there. And such a bad rap. Right? Like, oh, God. That, I'm so sorry that it's like that for you because that's so fucked up and it makes no sense like it makes no sense because escorts and full service sex workers have more balls and guts and they stand up for people more than anyone else i've ever seen and i'm just like and then they get shit on all the time (laughs) they get treated like dog shit by the rest of the world it's just so easy but then they're gonna email us later and try to see us so like perspective you know you're gonna email me later sir sir <laughs> sir <laughs> did you see the video oh my goodness i forget the girl's name i'll have to look it up and and send you the video but there was a um there was an escort i uh, in, in a city at a at a protest and she's walking in front of the yeah, police Lola, and she's like, <laughs> is it phoenix Javina? Yes, yes, it is. And she's like, I'll fuck any cop that quits right now. I was surprised they didn't react to her saying she was a prostitute. That one guy did. He was like, what? Oh, my God. He literally looked her up and down. He was like. He did. She was like, do you think married people don't see prostitutes? And he was like. I mean, the balls of using her privilege. I think, yeah, you know what? Might as well. Might as well. The more you talk about it and aren't phased by it, the better. Right. And for some reason, escorts love you for some reason. We know why. You know, I can tell you my theory, but it might not be well received by people. The thing is, we still have to brand ourselves to people. So, like, there's a lot of, like, not untruths, but us just focusing on the best parts of our job because if we talked about the worst parts people would be like oh she's broken i don't want to see her negating the fact that everyone has bad experiences so we can't really broadcast the bad experiences like we can the positive ones because marketing is the crux of bullshit that is only interested in the positive experiences so the fact that you don't have to like market yourself in that way i feel like liberates you to be like making these amazingly hilarious and accurate videos about what it's like to do sex work. And we're all like, praise. That is exactly what it's like. That one where it's like, how am I going to troll her today? Well, I think I'm going to send her a picture of my dick and then tell her she's a dumb whore and she should go kill herself. And then I might just end it off with another dick pic. I think she's really going to like it. I fucking died. (laughs) Thank you so much. Like, Man, (laughs) that is spot on. It's so true, though. That's exactly what they do. Like they're so, they're so pissed off. They're so pissed off, but also turned on. But more pissed off, they can't decide what they feel more. And it's so ridiculous. It's so fucking ridiculous. 
Oh my They're just God. like releasing their oppression to the system on the wrong people in the wrong way. But your anger is legitimate, but it's not the sex worker's fault, you right. know? Oh my God. No, people are fucking idiots. See, if Thank I did you, that, I people would be scared honest. that I would like post their emails and they wouldn't email me. You know what I mean? So. Right. And so that was something that I was like scared of at first. I was like, well, now people have the leverage to leak my nudes or, you know, Ooh, go yeah, try and too. dox me or whatever, which, you know, has happened. But like I or the leaking nudes thing, not the doxing thing, knock on wood. But um, I man, like and, and then at that point, it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Like. I'm not going to I'm not going to let everyone else here have to feel like shit all the time and have to never never get the opportunity to look this bullshit in yeah. the face because they're afraid that some crazy motherfucker is going to leak their stuff and we do, you know what if I got to take one for the team I'm going to take it like and we no very much appreciate us it us to not get to bond over this stuff because it's, we all go through it and no one feels like they're able to talk about it without pissing off a subscriber or pissing off the person who said it and then having to reap the repercussions of that. Like, fuck it. I'll reap them. I don't give a fuck. Have men been saying they like your funny vids too or has it mostly been females? Uh, I would say a lot of the guys who subscribe to me subscribe to me because they like my funny videos, which I think is super just it's almost kind of bizarre to me because I'm like is this about this is about you know this is this was made to be relatable to the women in the community <laughs> it was never meant to be so funny that the men who watched it were like you know what yeah I want to subscribe to her but honestly I get people who subscribe all the time and they're like I'm disappointed that there, there was porn here, and it's not just all funny videos. They're disappointed in your porn. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm like, damn. Like, go to TikTok, bro. This is this is OnlyFans. You knew my tits were going to be out. You I knew. Mean, I have a big, like, stamp on the, <laughs> the front, like, subscriber sign-up part. Ooh. Like, hey, my tits are out here. Like, you're going to you're gonna see Beware. Beware of my like, gorgeous body. I really like that <laughs> let me entertain you video. Your voice is so good. God damn. <laughs> Did you have fun doing it? It looked like a lot of fun. I'm like, I should say, oh but I have God. a terrible I, voice. I loved it. No, no one has a terrible voice. Do you damn thing. But mm. I loved it. I realized I had those like opera gloves and I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Gotta use them. Gotta use them for something about my musical theater stripper fantasy like let's do it i think do it people definitely need to laugh like life is so hard to get through if you take everything seriously and you're not able to laugh at anything like you're not gonna make it like you have to be able to laugh at things and that's why i appreciate all the laughter because i've definitely laughed (laughs) how long would you say it turned to like earn a profit for you how long did you keep doing OnlyFans before you noticed some kind of profit um so the first month I only made like $80 and probably average I I mean like that's that's totally reasonable you should not expect to make over a hundred bucks your first month just because you've got to establish a subscriber base you have to establish a presence 
with just your OnlyFans specifically on social media. Like there's so much grunt work that goes into it that no one is prepared for. Like they think, all right, cool. Like my butt is good. People are going to pay to see it, but people aren't going to know that your butt is good unless you just flat out post a picture of your butt on Twitter. And then if you just flat out post a picture of your butt on Twitter, then people already know what it looks like and they don't want to subscribe. It's such a a double-edged sword. You have to create so much intrigue that they're like, I have to know what it looks like. I have to subscribe and see it. I have to know. And so like, but there's so much, it's so tedious and you can gain a Twitter following really fast posting yeah. news on Twitter as advertising, but the percentage of people who are going to actually subscribe because you're posting the news on Twitter for free is going to be lower. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it just all depends. And so, I mean, I, I made 80 bucks that first month while I was just grinding, trying to get a few subscriptions. Most of that money was uh, custom content orders. And then February, I decided to move more toward nude content. And I, I think I made about 600 bucks that month. Oh, and good on you. Thank you. I, yeah. I, I mean, it's I was doing like 16 hours a day. Yes, yes. I mean, I was working my ass off and I was working um, a few other part-time contracting positions. And, um, and I was just like just wore out but I was determined like I'm gonna I'm gonna make something out of this like this is gonna be this is gonna be something and I'm gonna make it so and then March I saw an increase drastically just because I started making funny videos and I wasn't meaning for that to be advertising for my OnlyFans I meant for that to just be something that we could all giggle at like a release in a way too it like feels good to actually be like I've been putting up with this shit. Here's my joke about it. Finally. Yes. Yeah. And like, I never wanted it to be like making fun of any people directly. I just wanted it to be like, this is how ridiculous it is. This is what you get if you send dick pics though. Like I've thought about retweeting it, but then I'm like, is this person like of age? Like, am I going to get in trouble? Like who the fuck knows? I don't want (laughs) to be liable. Yeah. That's a great way. I thought about doing that too. Like I didn't. Uh, I've gotten this close like so many times just like screenshotting and being like are you fucking kidding me yeah don't be like Dave I don't even get phased by it anymore that's good that's healthy you gotta not give a shit it's none of your business really like people's problems they just like show you like I don't really want to know what you got going on over there I'm just gonna look away (laughs) I had never received an unsolicited dick pic in my whole life until being sexy. Yeah. yeah yeah the level of respect not given is pretty <laughs> astounding how long did I was it just, like, shocked. take you to get like sorry. no no sorry i like, i'm so bad at interviews like interviews <laughs> it's a conversation do you think that people should be creators should be concerned about the lack of feedback from subscribers i know a lot of girls are like i see all of you looking and you're not commenting has that been like a point of contention for you or you know that's like normal or do you think it makes a difference when they interact I get that when you're producing all this content spending like 16 hours a day you want to know if people like it at the very least you're like do you like this like you're subscribing do you like it I got it right honestly I'll say probably 10% of the people who subscribe to you are going to give you a like or feedback 
like don't expect more than 10%. So if you have 10 subscribers, don't expect more than one subscriber to leave a comment or say anything because most of the time, I mean, like I subscribe to probably 20 girls and I see their stuff. I'll give it a like, but I don't, I, I'm just not a person who feels like they need to comment on everything, which, you know, that's probably something I should work on. But I mean, I have, I have over 4,000 subscribers and anytime I post something, it averages a, a, anywhere between 200 and 400 likes. It doesn't mean that 4,000 people didn't see it and enjoy it. It just means, you know, they didn't, you know, do you, how many comments do you see at the bottom of a video on Pornhub? Like, <laughs> like, you know, it's, or even it's at not, a restaurant, like, you don't comment unless you had a super amazing yeah. experience or a terrible experience. Exactly. And I see a lot of people, like, they never – anytime someone tips me, like, I'll message them and tell them thank you for the tip or, you know, I have to acknowledge that yeah, it, yeah. in some way or another. But, I mean, I have people who just tip, 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 tip. They never say anything. They never – like, every time I message them, I'm like, thank you so much. They – they don't say anything back. They're just like, I, I'm just here. I don't feel comfortable talking. Like, you don't know. Maybe those people are in relationships and they just want to watch the porn. They don't want to have. Well, that's a very good point, you. actually, because yeah, it might be I crossing mean, a line. No, I get that. Right. And I mean, for me, like I subscribe to like Mia Malkova. I I watch her videos I don't, I've never messaged her. I've never, you know, I'll send her a tip if I particularly like something a whole bunch, but I've never felt like, oh, I need to talk to her. Or I need to leave a comment and tell her how good her pussy looks here. Like, I love getting comments like that. That's really sweet. <laughs> Who I like doesn't? To message and like interact with my subscribers. But at first I was like, why aren't people saying anything? Like, why am I not getting feedback? Yeah my stuff and then as I as I kept going I realized I was like there's really I don't need to worry that much about this it's not it's not that big of a deal so definitely don't dwell on that too much people are enjoying it and if they're not then they'll fucking tell you but like what about um, the the dipping from month to month that you see I know you posted recently about having less subscribers too like should you take that personally I don't know I think a lot of people kind of subscribe to see you and then won't resubscribe because now they've seen you yeah absolutely I mean you can't expect to retain you really shouldn't expect to retain a all of your subscribers. I would honestly say realistically go into it expecting to have a retention of half people with rebill on. Um, a lot of people will turn off auto renew instantly just so that you know they don't get rebuilt because they forgot or or something like that. Um, and then a lot of those people will turn it back on after, cause it'll give you like a little notification, like your subscription is going to expire in two days to this person. Do you want to re-enable, re-enable right now? And so it'll give you that option. Like don't just focus on the amount of people who have auto renew on. Don't just focus on the amount of people who are like you think are going to leave. Um, but I mean, you, you're constantly having to promote, like once you get, I had gotten up to, um, almost 5,300 subscribers. Oh my God. Yeah. That was the, whenever the like anniversary from the month before of that, I had one video that went 
on all sorts of different websites on the internet. I mean, I had a bunch of traffic. I got over a thousand went subscribers went viral. <laughs> but I mean, like, I got all of these people in one day. And I think, um, and I mean, I think 700 of them dropped off in one day just because I had cultivated a Twitter presence. And my, it's all sort of kind of like ideal client attraction. Like you just, you have to, through the way you advertise or promote yourself, attract the kind of person who's just going to want to be there just to giggle. That video had been sort of a rant and it wasn't really funny. And I, I, I was never meaning for it to be any sort of thing that was going to bring me business. I just needed to say my piece. And so the tone that I had in that video may have attracted clients who were looking for more of that tone. And that wasn't the tone that that's not the tone that I normally have in any of my videos or, or any of my content. And so it's totally reasonable for someone to subscribe, see everything and then be like, okay, that was nice. Do I want to resubscribe for $7? No, probably not. I've had fun. Like, I mean, I think about the way my taste in porn moves from second to second, honestly. Like, if I'm really trying to bust though, in yeah. that, like, honestly, I, I might hit the search bar 15 different times. Like, I don't, you never know. Yeah, like, this isn't quite right, Goldilocks. It's almost there, right? but like, it's not quite what it. What is missing? Yeah. What is missing? <laughs> so, um, no, just don't, don't feel discouraged by it. It's totally normal. You're going to have to keep promoting always, always, and just hope that at some point, what, at some point there is going to be a plateau of, okay, if I can keep gaining subscribers as fast as I'm losing or just a little faster, then you're just going to be fine. Like it's, it's going to equal out. Like don't, there, there's going to be a point where the number stops rising and you shouldn't feel discouraged or upset with yourself because you can't get back to this one place or, or whatever. Like, I don't know. I see a lot of resilience yeah. in some people and like it's the fact that I see their numbers not growing but they still bring it every single week and they're they're in their mind I can see that they're like one day this is going to be a huge thing and they just keep it up every week and like Absolutely. honestly so many props that they believe in themselves that much because it makes me believe in them that much yes yes and like it's okay to say like hey you know I had some subscribers fall off I think people people feel like it's something they should be ashamed of. Or take like it personally. Not it's not about you. It's not, about, I swear it's right. not about you. Like vibing with something and someone is, it takes a long ass time to find that like reciprocal Absolutely. vibe. Absolutely. And I mean, and then also we're in the middle of a pandemic. There's so many external factors right. going on here. Like people, I have people message me all the time who are like, hey, I just want to let you know, I really admire your stuff. I really liked your stuff. I'm deleting my OnlyFans for a little while because I'm spending too much money on it right now. It's too much of a temptation. I will drop, you know, a hundred bucks in a day on people's porn, which is super cool of them. Thanks. But, it, you know, it might be really, really harmful to their finances right now. Yeah. And so it's like, dude, if you've got to go, then you got to go. Like, don't and you that's just really can't take sweet. It they emailed you though to tell you they weren't subscribing right. anymore. People are so nice. That's I love really my sweet. So much. They're so kind. Every one of them is just precious. I've only ever had to block two people. Oh wow! Out of 
Yes. What did they do? I just, I'm so dirty. I want to like scratch it. What did they do? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there was that one guy who I said I had to block because he, uh, oh, oh, I, I had blocked that one guy because I wanted to give him a full refund on his tip because I didn't want to make the video for him and I blocked him. And then I realized that they don't, they don't send back the tip. They just send back the subscription price. So oh. then I had to contact the OnlyFans finance department and like get them to give him his money back out of my payout. So there was that. And then there was this one other guy who was just a son of a bitch. And like, he would, he would make like inflammatory remarks under my posts. And like, he kept messaging me and he had said something and he commented on something on Twitter and I think he was trying to joke, but he didn't say it like he was joking. And so I dragged him and he was like, oh, I was joking. Like you should, you couldn't take the joke. And I was like, uh, didn't sound like a joke to me. It sounded like you're pretty fucking serious, but, um, he, he got like really upset with me and, uh, and I, I messaged him and I was like, you know what? I don't think this is working out. I think I better just give you your money back. And I hope you have a nice day. And I just blocked him. So I was like, fuck it. And your life has been a 10 out of 10 ever since. It has. Like, I have have no... I I don't have room for that. I don't need that. My OnlyFans is my safe space. And I get to cultivate the, the person who, you know, gets to see that content and enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, no, he can fuck off. So. Not all money is good money. No, no, he can keep the six dollars. Do you ever worry? Okay, people have been salty about this online. Do you ever worry that your content is too similar to other creators? Or if it is, what do you do about it? How have you dealt with that? Because I'm sure it's come up. Um, yeah, I mean, I try really hard not to look at what other creators are doing so much because I'm afraid that, like, if I see something that's really cool, accidentally copy it. Yeah. Yes. Even if it's subliminal, like I'll see that. And I'm usually pretty good about like, if I get inspired by something that someone else did, I'll be like, okay, I'm inspired by this one video or this one picture. And I need to make sure that I tag that person. Yeah. Give them credit. Totally. So that I'm, so that they can know like, Hey, I was thinking about you whenever I thought of this or whatever and especially if it's like a direct rip of something that someone else has done like do it I mean I had made uh, a titty sprinkles video that was 100% inspired by one that Jem Wolfie had done and I've been like I had been thinking about her video for months dreaming about it you're like I need to do it I can't help it I already bought the sprinkles I don't know why but it's happening (laughs) yes and so like I had to make sure every time I advertised it like this was inspired by Jim Wolfie's video. It's better than mine. Go I think that's a compliment, like, you know, like have fun exactly. with it. And I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with being inspired by something Not that someone all. else makes. But I do always try, like, there's no reason to, to produce comment or content that's exactly like what someone else has created because it's already out there and the world doesn't need two of that. It needs it needs whatever you're gonna bring to the table I would happily disagree with that and say everyone recycles the same shit and the world's just repeating itself over and over and over and over again like it's impossible not to 
ass in the same position in the same four dollar lingerie from the same lingerie stores though like yeah, who else is selling blue, lingerie that fucking blue sheer like flower <laughs> set that every single every single one of you motherfuckers <laughs> has in your drawer oh my god like right and like i didn't realize so i i now know <laughs> since someone someone told me that like zaffle and romwe and like she ends all the same company and that they use like child labor and they're pretty Ugh, evil. yeah i had to stop buying from them after i realized that they were god awful did um, you buy but- a sewing machine and a mannequin are you gonna start <laughs> savannah's lingerie for house oh my god oh that's a good idea no I kidding we really need like companions getting on this and like creating like bespoke pieces only selling five of each which is like a huge amount of labor but just change the color maybe and only sell five per color or something <laughs> something to actually give us more options yeah something. i was like i've been really in love with some of um some of fenty's lingerie and but they they have that like vip club where it's like i want to say like 50 dollars a month and then the cost of lingerie on top of it and i'm like ugh, it. like ugh. i love this lingerie and i want to be able to buy it but they also are constantly moving inventory and so it's constantly new things like old things leaving and new things coming in and so i you know if if i want something from last month i'm just gonna have to go on ebay and find it but i i have been looking at this um this website called pretty little thing they do sales all the time they're based out of the uk and they have really decent prices on really beautiful lingerie um so they're a really good alternative And I've tweeted before, like, why is there so much drama? All of us are out here in the same $4 lingerie. Like, there is no reason for us all to be so catty. We're doing the same shit. Like, as as different as you can make it, that's wonderful. Like, don't exactly copy someone else. But, like, also, there's no reason to be at each other's throats because we are doing the same shit. (laughs) Right. Oh my god, my internet is so bad. Ugh, I can't even open the document right now. I'm in the <sighs> office because I, the Wi-Fi doesn't reach my room. Yeah, because I was so like, I'm- that's not the room you take, you film all your content in, or did you just move? No. No, <laughs> no the pink walls are absent just because the Wi-Fi doesn't get there. Wait, so. pink? I thought they were blue. I had green walls. Oh, green. Um, yeah, and they had like glitter on them, and then my. I really liked that. That is gangster to me. So much. It was so therapeutic to just throw glitter all over the walls. Oh. It felt so aggressively feminine. <laughs> like, yeah, it, ten out of ten. But now I've I've moved into that pink room. It is bigger. I feel like I'm living my Malibu Barbie dreams. <laughs> Polly Pocket. Like, did you ever play with her? I was going to say, Polly Pocket, <laughs> who? I don't know her. <laughs> so I, yeah. Okay, five I years makes a big difference in the age information. <laughs> I mean, I, I have been, yeah, no, I've been loving it. And I bought that like pink velvet bed. And, like, I have all that silver furniture. Oh, my God, yes. The Sex so in the City-esque stuff. Loved it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You should definitely do some Carrie Bradshaw spoofs. Oh, my God. Yeah. The OnlyFans version. Love it. It's perfect. 
I was going to ask, how does the cosplay aspect fit in? Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. It's like I said, like we're we're all taking pictures in the same lingerie. Like, let's mix it up to it. Another part of the community as well is like everyone knows that people look at cosplayers because they're horny and because they want to see that character more. And so like if I can add my tits to that equation, I mean, look at I mean, there are cosplayers who they sell nudes or lewds and they'll do photo sets. That's how they make all of their money is these girls or these women will sell those pictures of themselves in that cosplay, but also naked. And like they just rake in, in the bucks. And that also gets you a lot more, um, you get more reach on cosplay stuff sometimes just because like, if you can, if you can line cosplays up with release of, of the media, um, that goes along with the cosplay. I mean, it's bananas, the amount, because it's on someone's mind. I mean, right. look at all the Witcher cosplays you saw when Witcher came out and like Star Wars with Star Wars. And I had a bunch of Black Widow stuff planned for Ooh, last month. Ooh, I like that. It come out. But now it's probably moved to been postponed, yeah. Yeah, um, but it's fine though. I needed to revamp that costume anyway. She was <laughs> there we go, opportunity. Yes, <laughs> but um, I've seen those Pornhub so like fun. ads for. I, it's not anime. It's like the Simpsons characters fucking, <laughs> or like the Family Guy characters fucking, and Amy. so if you extrapolate that into movies, I mean, and real people, that's gotta really be like the the source oh, yeah. of all happiness right there. Who oh, doesn't want to yeah. see Lois and Peter fucking, right? <laughs> <laughs> Killing me. Always killing me. You're like a mashup of different fictional animated characters, and it's like Marge and like a wolf from a thing, and you're like, what the yeah. fuck? What the hell is going on? Someone's on imagination here? is going wild, and I appreciate the creativity. Back in November, it was like always Elsa and Anna, and I was like, oh, oh okay. I that's like I don't know. Yeah, because it's for a child, it does rub me the wrong way a little bit. But I guess parents are forced to watch it all day, so like in a way, you're it's not optional to be watching this, and you're like, I might as well make it fun for me. I get oh, that. the Zootopia ones. It was Zootopia for a long time. Wow, yeah. the bunny. Yeah, everybody huh. wanted to fuck Judy Hopps. Oh, I don't get it. But, oh yeah, god, it's yeah. going down the wrong path. Who are your biggest? <laughs> fictional crushes then and we can also do in-person crush in person only fans crushes or whatever crushes oh um i definitely if they were in star wars you can pretty much guarantee i i would fuck either the character are we talking about the, the old actor. versions or just like the fictional character itself no matter who played all it okay all of it. I mean, Adam Driver is hot as fuck, but I like him because I saw him on Girls First, and then I've just been yes. following him ever since. And like, he played that well. And he used to be in the military, or was it the Marines? Like, goddamn, yeah. he's so humble. He's really a sweetheart. Like he has a charity um, that it's like he uses art to provide therapy for veterans and stuff like that. He's he's so so sweet and like. He is probably the most talented actor of our generation. Like he's he's just fucking crazy. 
and but he's like such a quiet dude in real life <laughs> like like anytime he gets on a, a tv set or a movie set he just like brings it all like in a marriage story i was just like absolutely floored like that part where he like tells scarlett johansson he's like every day i wish i, I wake up and i wish you were dead and i was like oh my god but he apologized <laughs> after but yeah it was definitely believable right yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty much in love with the whole cast of I like any that of the Star he, Wars movies. W- oh, yeah. Then in real life, I have, like, a ton of OnlyFans crushes. Um, I, there's this one, uh, there's this one OnlyFans creator, her name is Miss Marilyn, and she's Oh, I know her, she's a, she, a UK is, sex worker. She is, she's a dominatrix from scotland because she's her videos i'm so intrigued because i've i've never been into the um like the domination and and submissive part of the community i mean like of course i've incorporated aspects of that into my content and into my like real sex life but i've never never really known much about like the like the hardcore side of it and so first of all it's just like a treat to watch what an introduction work, right and I'm like, damn you tell them Marilyn like tell them that they have to put their wieners in this little box or whatever it is like the I, chastity I box yeah yeah yes yes trippy. like I have no idea what's going on but I support it so fully like she's she's so good at what she does. I just am in awe of her all the time. You and should then, check out the Nubian matriarch. She keeps changing her name. What did her name used to be? She's this big, beautiful black woman that lives in the UK in her accent, though. Her account keeps getting shut down on Twitter because she's too she's too much of a goddess, essentially. But I'll <laughs> oh. I'll send I'll forward it to you. She is like the Please queen do. of Dom, if you ask me. Yeah, I want to subscribe. Please, okay. please yeah. send that over my way. But I mean, I've made so many freaking friends on OnlyFans. Would you like, say they're porn the stars? So magical or escorts? Right. Like, what are they? Just sex workers of like all calibers? Like, who are you befriending now? I mean, I'm, I am, I am kind of just befriending everyone. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I've made friends who are escorts. I've made friends who are dominatrixes. I've made friends with porn stars alana evans the she's like the fairy godmother of porn wow what a title right she i mean i i adore her i would throw myself in front of a car for that woman but like it my mind is blown like she wants to be friends with me too and like i i love her so much and then i'm I'm making friends like i have um i have two friends their name are uh, I think I think on, on OnlyFans her name is Rose NSFW and then uh, Princess Sorka and like they they've been my pals since day one like when I had ten followers and they're precious people and they're really wonderful women and like I'm just making so many lasting and wonderful friendships with all of these people and all people from all different walks of life and it's just like it just warms my heart so much because these girls are genuinely the most supportive and loving people I've ever met in my life and like like who the fuck would have known like when I first started I I was afraid that everyone would be like really catty or like people wouldn't be super supportive and then as I got to know all of these women around me I was just like Jesus Christ like we're all so we're all so loving how beautiful is that? You heard it here, folks. 
Everyone has been really nice to her, and she's made great friendships out of sex workers. Yeah. Da, da, da. And friendships. Do you think there is kind of an opportunity for many non-sex workers to become sex workers? There was also that piece in the Times about tasteful nudes being high art. Um, I always bring this up. I think a lot of girls are entering arrangements and not calling it sex work. There's a lot of not calling sex work sex work. And then as soon as right. we start calling it sex work, then maybe there's an opportunity there to be like, oh, yeah, the stigma's bullshit. Do you think yeah. there's an opportunity now? I mean, there's always an opportunity. It's it's an industry that's never, ever going to fade. Like, it's not going anywhere. If history it tells never. us. <laughs> Yeah, like if this is something that you want to get into, then do it with the full knowledge of knowing that whether like, you know, at any point you can say like, I don't want to do this anymore, but it's going to be there forever. It's never going to not be there. And whether you let it be something that haunts you, um, if you decide that it wasn't for you and like, that's up to you, but the idea that like you know don't don't treat it like it's this big gross awful thing if you want to jump in then do your research know exactly what you're getting into but you can jump in at any point now the platforms that are popular for it are going to change because that's just how it works um but you can jump in at any time I think the way that people look at you being in sex work is still looked at like you've got to say that that was a bad time in your life and mm. that you've now grown as a person. And I even had like, I guess I was just raided by the police in a city I lived in for not having an adult license, which only exists in three cities in Canada. And I was unaware it existed. It was a new thing. And uh, the lawyer advised me that if I wanted to get it expunged from my record, I'd have to, the only legal way I could get that expunged was saying, that was a bad part of my life, and now I've changed. And that really irked me. I think there's an opportunity for change in 2020, though. Let's do it. Let's get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, that's another thing is, like, be prepared. If you're going to do this, be prepared to educate all of the people around you, whether you feel like it or not, like, all of the, all of the ways that they have been prejudiced for no reason to the community of sex workers. I mean, like the only time I ever in my life heard positive stories about sex workers were the ones from the Bible and the ones in my life who like, oh, she, she was a stripper for um, a couple of years to, you know, save up money for her and her daughter. And then she got out and she became a real estate mogul. Like, Okay, that's cool, but like you know, you can you can use sex work as a stepping stone to something yeah, else sure, if I that's know. what you want to do. There's nothing wrong with that, but like, don't don't call that an inspirational story and then shit on the women who strip because they just like to strip. Yeah, because that's what they want to do. Like, it don't only support it in conjunction as a stepping stone to something else, and that's been a problem that I've had forever. Like since I started. Um, my only fans is people like, well, 
well, you need to find out, you know, what you're going to do next or, or you got to pick you, a retirement date, write it for. down, sign it in blood, right? signature. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, well, what if, what if I don't decide to move to something else? Like come to terms with the idea then that, you're that you might dead love to me. Like you're dead to me. If you don't pick an end date, you're fucking dead to me. <laughs> yes. And like saying things like, well, not, you know, I, I don't support this and I'm just going to be really happy whenever you move on to something else. Like, what if I don't move on to something else? Are you, are you only going to stay, stick around me because you're under the guise that I'm going to move to something else? Because what if I don't, are you going to be able to handle that? Like it's yeah. yeah don't let your ignorance, <laughs> don't let the ignorance take a hold of your opinions forever. Just choose to educate yourself and see what happens after. Absolutely. I really wanted to bring attention to the fact that you donate 10% of your earnings to sex worker-friendly human trafficking relief organizations. I love it. What? I, <laughs> I love it. You. I, um, I've I always liked giving away 10% of my earnings just because, um, just because I'm, I'm still a Christian and I, is like part of the, the Bible. Like we're supposed to give away 10% of everything we earn. It is. Um, and it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're supposed to, well, well, the thing is you're supposed to give it to the church, but I mm. don't belong to any specific church. Um, and the church that I did belong to, um, they have plenty of money and they're not using it the way they need to. And, and I feel like the whole point is you're supposed to give it to the church because the church is supposed to use it for good. And, that doesn't always happen. Um, so, um, I, I started re I realized really quickly. I was like, I, I don't feel like I need to give this to any church. I'm going to start giving it away to organizations. And I had been giving it to this one, uh, human trafficking organization. And then I found out that they're anti-sex worker and a lot of, of them using are. The money, yeah. Yes. And instead of using the money to actually end slavery, they were doing raids that not, not raids to break people out of slavery, but they were doing raids on people who were willingly participating in sex work and they were extrapolating or, or conflagrating the two different issues. And it's like, no, that's two. I'm totally so glad different. you brought that up. <laughs> like it, but I mean, it, but it's true. And someone yeah. had, I had been, I had posted about it on my Twitter and there was an escort who contacted me and she was like, Hey, like you have to be really, really careful about this. And at first I was like, what? Like, it's I was a, a little thing, taken aback, and then I realized I was like, "Oh my god! Like, how much money have I given to these people who actively would never ever stick out their neck for me or this community?" And so I had to make a switch, and um, I've, I've since been donating to Freedom Network USA, and they are sex worker friendly. They're very like, you know, what if you if you made sex if you if you legalized sex work. Um, then it'd be harder for traffickers to traffic exactly. people. Exactly, yeah. And like, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't be wasting all of this time focused on this instead of, you know, actually finding these girls who have been kidnapped and, you know, forced into this life. Like, that's not like, let's, let's find those girls. Let's get those girls out because whenever you're, you're focused on stopping the women who are here because they want to be here, yeah. like, that's fucked up. 
Like, they just want to incarcerate someone. The numbers of sex trafficking victims are always conflated with voluntary agency-based sex workers, and that's one of the biggest problems. So I'm, like, glad that you acknowledged that you didn't know that and then knew it and then fixed it. This is a great example for all the problems in the world right now. This is what's bound to happen trying to learn. You're going to make a mistake. Absolutely. I know I did initially, too. I'm like, sex trafficking is terrible. I should have supported all these organizations. And you're like, oh, hang on. Let me, like open this lid right here and see the evil inside right right and like so many people especially right now are just doing whatever they can out of the goodness of their heart not realizing that something that they do might be harmful actually because you know but i mean yeah of course that that's not really in relation to like the uh the the GoFundMes and donations and stuff that are going on for the Black Lives Matter movement right now because any of those places are a good place to donate to. But I mean, in other parts, I mean, like, especially whenever the uh, the fires in Australia are a great example, like people donate to the Red Cross. The Red Cross isn't sending that fucking money over there. The Red Cross is evil. Like, they, like, they have been proven to not give the majority of charitable donations to any part of the organization that matters unfortunately unfortunately and it's so fucked up but like people do this thing like this stuff out of the goodness of their heart thinking like i'm impassioned and i want to you're gonna use the resources right right you're gonna use it properly right 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 you would love to trust a a non-profit to not profit but they don't do that Ugh, I think a huge influx of money is usually an issue for anybody trying to organize something, though. You don't really know what to yeah. do because you were never expecting this amount of money. In that spirit, what is the weirdest request you've fulfilled? <laughs> oh, goodness. Honestly, I haven't had any... I, I don't want to divulge any of my really, really weird requests. I get it. Really, like, off-the-wall fun requests, though. I mean, I... I had, I still have this one guy, he's still waiting on his custom. It's just, I haven't finished it because the editing process has been uh, bananas. But um, he ordered a video of me. He bought me an X-Wing pilot costume. Mm. And he um, he ordered a video of me doing the Death Star trench run. Oh, like, wow. All the parts. And holy it's so shit, that funny. is quite labor intensive, but it also sounds really it fun. Really it sounds really fun. Yes. And so, like, I'll pluck away at it anytime I have some <laughs> extra time. Um, I'm still filling custom orders from April, so I feel like I'm dying. Um, I it's had to okay. Shut down you got you got to make maximum work hours, or you're not going to survive. Like, you don't have to. <sighs> yeah. it, it just takes time when you get that volume of requests. It's okay. Thank you. And I've yeah. just been, I've been doing my absolute best and I'm just, I'm just trying so hard not to get completely overwhelmed. Um, because I do have to still have enough energy to answer all my messages and like make fun content for the feed and, you know, promote on Twitter. And, yes. you, know, doing you have to keep doing that. Like you have to, I'm sorry. I need it. Right. I need it in my life. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, it's just, it's so, God, people have no idea how much labor goes into it. I think I, just keeping people updated and be like, so this is going to take three weeks because of the workload. And then at right. least people knowing what's happening, that makes it better that it might take a while longer. Right. Yeah. And I was, I've been trying to do that as much as I possibly can and like sending them little goodies and like freebies, like 
Oh, that's really I'm nice. So sorry, actually. it's taking so long. Like I feel like shit. I used to Don't like if I was like a shit. day. My over sister deadline. told me this shit because she's doing a PhD, and I did the same thing as you. And she's like, "Why do you think you have to have a week?" long turnaround we don't get to emails for three months sometimes it's just the way it goes when the volume is this high and i'm like oh my god i never even considered that because this isn't considered a legitimate business by most of society i didn't think to fucking treat it like a business so yes i have learned that and i want to pass the wisdom on don't worry about it keep people updated be like it takes a it takes a while but i will get to you and prioritize you when i get there and that matters. Yes, and I'm trying so damn hard. And but I, from the com- consumer standpoint too, I totally get it. Like, you know, you paid money for this, and you're like, okay, but I actually would like to receive that in a timely manner. And I, to- I totally get it. I mean, I've, I've ordered things from Etsy like two months ago. I just got it in the mail <laughs> yesterday, and I'm like, you know what? Am I less excited about getting this now because it took me two months? No, I'm still excited, but. You know, I, it's just been a lesson in being more compassionate to everyone in, in all business situations in my life. Like, well, it's I'm a great be... time to give, you know, business to other people that don't have the same platform. Time, sign of the times. We're going to take this time to. Yes, and I've been loving doing that, too. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't fill this custom order for you right now. But let me send you to someone who I know can't. Like, there we go. Yes, it's, yeah, that, that always makes me feel good, getting to refer someone to someone else. Um, I think we all really want to know, how is Jim Jim doing? <laughs> Jim Jim has been taking a really long nap while I've been uh, working through a bunch of stuff. Um, the last Jim Jim video I, video I did was only on my OnlyFans because I was naked in it. Uh, but Jim Jim is soon to be making a return on Twitter snap. and, and on, I'm on OnlyFans. He, uh, <laughs> God bless him. He's just doing his best trying to cope with the nice. fact that I shut down customs. So poor guy, he must um, be heartbroken. He is. He's really, he's got it tough. He's the guy that found you him. before you were a sensation and was an That's avid right. supporter. And now you're like more in demand and it's gotta be really hard for him. I get your plight, Jim, Jim. Right. Jim, Jim feels like he's been neglected and he has. And so I'm, I'm very sorry to Jim, Jim. Oh, Jim, Jim, we love you. <laughs> we love your support of the sex work industry and actually tipping and paying without bitching. God damn. That's attractive. <laughs> Yeah, no, we we stand Jim Jim. I have this one guy on Twitter um, who decided that he was going to, he renamed himself on Twitter Jim Jim, and he like always comments on my stuff, and he's like (laughs) always defending me on everything, and I I love it so much. He's gotta be Jim Jim too, he's not the original. I hope he has like a little moniker (laughs) of difference. He's He's the party mascot, we love him. But he's he's such a nice guy too. He messages me like every day. He's, yeah. he's subscribed to my OnlyFans, and he's so so much fun. But um, I think people people a lot of people think that it's me on a secondary account. Oh fuck off! Like talking to myself, and I'm like I I don't even I haven't even like you'd have to be some uh, kind of like crazy psychopath like, okay. genius to come up with this publicity stunt though. It takes so, like just let it happen. The chances are the easiest. What is that? Dockham's razor. Like the easiest explanation is probably the right one. It probably just <laughs> is a fan. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He's so cool though. Oh, Occam's he, razor. He, fuck. Oh, well. I knew what you meant. It's fine. <laughs> 
but but yeah no i've just honestly the idea that jim jim ended up popular in any sort of way is just so funny to me because we all have one we no, all have that guy. men out there like actually supporting you not being like that's too expensive you should be charging 10 right. bucks just so you know 10 is high everyone else charges sex dudes not going about trolling people saying this shit deserve credit they deserve a name drop yes. they really do Ugh, like first of all, how who knew respect dare they on a base level prices? would be like praiseworthy like this? Just just respect me, and you're this praiseworthy, right? Right? <laughs> like we shouldn't have to thank people for just being decent, but we have to make sure that they know that they're good for just being decent. <laughs> what a world! What a world! <laughs> Do you? Oh, how do you feel about people getting in touch with you personally seeking advice on how to replicate your business model? Because I've seen a number of videos of you saying, you know, don't worry what other people think of you, but also that I don't have all the answers. I think that it's quite extra tolling on you to try to be answering all these people that wants to ask Honestly, I, I had to stop even trying to answer the messages because I just, everyone's situation is different. And the whole point of it is like, <sighs> All you have to do is pay attention, do your research, and there's not going, like, there's so many things, like, there are technical aspects that me or anyone else can teach you about OnlyFans, about the best way to run it as a business and not just as a hobby or, you know, just 10 extra bucks in your pocket a month. Like, there are so many resources. All you have to do is pay a shred of attention and you'll understand it. Like there's no, but, but the big thing is you have to be yourself. There, there has to be you. People have to want to subscribe to you because they want to support you specifically as a content creator. I mean, like I, I see, I see girls all the time, like just wanting to do the bare minimum, just taking a picture of your ass you know, reflecting in a hand mirror, that's, that's not going to get you. The it's money not that different. You it's it's not. You. Yeah. You gotta, right. you gotta put like, the time in, to, unfortunately. Yes. You have to stay ahead of the curve and you have to have a keen eye for the things that are, that are hot right now. And you have to, you really have to stay on top of it. It's a, it's a full-time job just trying to pay attention to what's working right now whenever you're just getting started and then take that time and cultivate your own brand, cultivate exactly who you are. And I encourage you don't do it with the persona. Don't do it with something that you're not do something or make content that makes you happy, that you have fun making. Amen. Because you wake up because you feel like shit and you're like, I don't feel like doing this today, but I have to keep up this persona that I've created because everyone thinks this is who I am now. I have to keep that up even though I don't feel like it. Like, just just be you. If you're having a bad day, have the ability to say, I'm having a fucking bad day. Here's a picture of my nipples from last week. Like, I'm sorry, I can't do anything today because I'm depressed or because, you know, my dog needs to go to the vet. Like, make sure people understand that you're an actual human being and then the rest will will do the work for you. Like, the whole reason people want to subscribe to an OnlyFans is because they want to give money to an actual human being instead of a like a corporation or a company or a studio where 
you're, you're never going to get to know that performer on a, on an individual level. They want to know who you are on an individual level. And that doesn't mean that they want to, they, they secretly think that they're going to be able to date you or fuck you. That's, it's the same thing as people like Jenna Marbles because they're like, God, I just want to know what the fuck Jenna Marbles is up to today. She seems like she's just high on life. And I just want a piece of that. Like I, I want, I want just a taste of whatever the fuck is going on in Jenna Marbles life today. And you can be that, be the Jenna Marbles of porn. <laughs> like, like, is she doing porn now? I wouldn't like, I would be like props to her. I, I very much right. liked her videos back subscribe. in the day. I think being yourself is key, though. Like, no one wants the trope anymore. We very much are eating up the authentic fake news is boring. So we're very much (laughs) excited to actually talk to the real person that isn't trying to be the trope. Yes. And, like, there is a market for that. I mean, there is a market for the fantasy or the trope. But OnlyFans isn't really it. Like, there's other avenues where if you just want to sell porn with no no interaction with it, you can do that. You don't I mean that's that's fine. You can go to different websites and you can sell just clips. You can go to a clip site and just sell clips. True. But if you I mean if you want to sell as a creator and in in a way that people can talk to you and get to know you, you have to do it just be yourself because it'll save you so much time and energy. Agreed. Completely agreed. <laughs> How many hours a day would you say you spend making all this content, including the mental labor hours? Um, I'm, I'm working from the second I wake up to the second I go to sleep. Right. Like, yeah. It, it, it consumes never stops. your mind entirely. Yeah, it does. And I, I, I guess in that way, I I feel glad that I'm not also trying to balance a long-term relationship on top of this anymore now, Um, because that that might have been a recipe for disaster anyway. As as much as I missed that, I I also, yeah, maybe that, maybe that was God's timing, Um, but I, it's just, it's so much. Like, it's never going to not be on your mind. There's things, oh, it just occurred to me that someone messaged me like four days ago that someone was leaking my content on a website. And now I just remembered I'm going to have to take care of that today, too. Did you like, not sign I, up to the Cam Model Protect thing? Uh, there's a bunch of different websites that do that. And now OnlyFans has its own DMCA takedown thing. Oh, it does. And I just got it. Yes, yes. They, they started build. they built in their own, uh, DMCA team, which is really, really wonderful. I just, I just totally forgot about it and I'm going to have to do something no, about great. that. I've only heard of the cam model protect. It's pretty expensive, but I mean, if they're doing legal services for you, I get why it's expensive. Right. Right. And Ugh, it's just it's so much it's such a hassle but like but like I said like you yeah you're gonna eat breathe sleep only fans like it's it just doesn't it never turns off you get on you get on Twitter and I mean I used to get on Twitter just to bullshit around and every time I open up Twitter it's to work nice. and I mean just all of these different avenues making honestly I would say I I spend at least 10 full hours a day like working and then the rest of those hours that I'm asleep, I'm awake the the next six hours until I go to sleep I'm 
I'm still kind of working. Like I might take an hour here or there to watch an episode of a TV show with take a, <laughs> take a shower every once in a while. Those are good. But I mean, today was the first day in weeks that I slept until I just woke up. Oh, I'm really happy was, for you. <laughs> it felt so nice. Yeah, you like, need that I self-care feel... of sleeping every now and again. <laughs> right? Honestly, like no one tells you that just going to sleep is some really good self-care. <laughs> But it is. Do you have any words of advice? Oh, huge, broad, vague statement to new creators out there. Um, Pace yourself. Time management is key. To all yeah. the trolls. That's what come to my mind. I can't. Definitely. I mean, honestly, the, other than just being yourself, don't pay attention to the bullshit. Like if someone is giving you shit on Twitter, don't internalize it because only lonely sons of bitches feel like they have to get off by shaming women on the internet, shaming anyone on the internet. Um, if they had the brain power to say all of that, then they're usually a human piece of shit. So um, <laughs> don't pay attention to them. Use their, their, dumbass insults and then um advertise your only fans with it like hey redirect that energy yes my (laughs) favorite my favorite insult was this guy who said i look like uh five quarter pounders smashed together is the first insult i ever got and i love it i quite literally just eat that shit up is that even an insult like what does that even mean he meant it as an insult i spent too much time thinking about like what the fuck does that even look like and i'm so deterred honestly i'd eat it so you guys this is not the place to play out your childhood trauma you know like Oh, true. Oh, God. I feel yeah, for just... you. Come see me and I will fix these issues with you. What are you fighting? Oh, my God. I love you. God damn. <laughs> <Adore you. sighs> show them. Let's show shout out them. some people that are underrated, maybe. Or just Please do you have any favorite do. OnlyFans uh, people you want to give like a shout out moment to? Yes, hang on. I'm opening up. Uh, I'm opening up my Twitter so I make sure awesome. I can get everyone's handle right. Okay, so um, on Twitter, her name is at Praise Chell. Um, she is a hoot. She is absolutely precious. I'm in love with her. Um, she is a black content creator. I think she creates content for multiple sites, not just OnlyFans. And then there is Alexandria Payton at Seductive Chef. She's magical. I think I'm pretty sure she does cooking videos. So, uh, sorry, all of these are Twitter ads. Okay. Um, I, I don't have a list of their OnlyFans ads in okay. front of me at the second. That's okay. Um, that works. Yeah, sorry. I should have said that to begin with. Oh, but you that can works. find them <laughs> and then um, go from there on Twitter. There's uh, at untitled baby 21 untitled queen she does findom um but she genuinely has one of the most unique looks i've ever seen in my life she's fucking gorgeous and then hey i'm still scrolling i want to make sure i think i'm forgetting forgetting a couple of girls off the top of my head hang on hang on um elliot emerson at exclusive elliot 
She is gorgeous and absolutely magical. Couldn't have said it better myself. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, Ethereal Zoe. I think, I think she's at Ethereal Zoe. I'm just remembering that one off the dome. She is glorious. Um, uh, her, her name on Twitter used to be, hi, I'm Kel and I like orange soda. She's now, hi, I'm Kel and my black life matters at yummy coco 69 y-u-m-m-i-k-o-k-o 69 she has this absolutely hysterical video where she's using this giant dildo as nunchucks <laughs> oh i've seen that video I'm of course i've seen her. that video i'm fucking obsessed she does with it her. with such authority though like it's not even a joke this dick is a weapon yes. <laughs> So huge! Oh my god, I love her. She handled so, it like a fucking so pro. Um. Oh god, and I know, I know, I'm fucking forgetting someone. It'll come to me later, and I'll have to send you another. That's link. okay. I'll put it in the in the show notes for anybody else. Yes. Yes. It's easy do. to I'll forget s- in the moment. It's okay. Yes, I'll have to send you a a list of all of these women. I'm just absolutely obsessed with them and then um rose thorns at rose with thorns on twitter the o is uh a zero she she's really really wonderful and i i absolutely adore her she is um she's mixed she's often very vocal about being white passing but um she is a black content creator and i I do adore her as well. She is such a wonderful voice for not just the black community, but also the sex work community. And she, she's on the uh, dual brain podcast that I was on the other day. And she is, she's just a wonderful, wonderful woman. Um, But yeah, so those are, those are all of the people who I can think of that I have. Thank uh, you. Chit chatted or interacted with in the immediate past. And they're all, absolutely spectacular content creators go show them some love they're wonderful and i'm just sorry again that it took all of this craziness to properly be an ally once again but now we won't stop absolutely i mean just making sure that that we use our voices moving forward to the absolute best of our abilities is is the only thing that we can do to make that better hell yes any parting advice in general for the world right now what a heavy be a better listener if someone is distressed and you have a preconceived notion or something in your head that is stopping you from being a good listener to this person who is distressed. It doesn't matter if they've said it to you uh, out of anger or fear. It doesn't matter what tone they took on with you to say it. Fucking listen. Like when people are hurting, they're not worried about how it might hurt your feelings to call you out on your bullshit. And you just need to listen to what people are saying. Like if someone is telling you that you're not doing good, that you're not doing enough, that you're not being good enough and you're not being supportive enough, don't say, you know, don't tell them, no, I am being supportive enough. Maybe fucking listen. Because if someone was telling you that, then they were saying it for a reason. And like, don't, and then don't get upset with them because they said it to you 
in a heated way and then don't expect a fucking gold star for doing it like don't expect a thank you you should not be thanked for being a good human that's my parting advice to the world right now yeah it's really (laughs) easy to get defensive but people are saying this for a reason so take a minute before you answer to think about is it possible I haven't been looking at this the right way. Is it possible? And then if it is possible, take a look at how and how they would have landed on this. And it's okay to say you were wrong once you got more information because that's how you grow as a person. Absolutely. It's okay to be wrong and learn better and apologize and do better. That's the least we can do. The, The actual bare minimum we can do. Yes, it is the bare minimum we can do. And we're all under obligation to be better as human beings. We have to grow. We have to keep growing. And we always have to be receptive to growth. We have to be active participants in the world we want to create. You can't expect it to be the world you want without actively participating. That is why people say speak up. Because if you're not participating, how is it going to get there if it's not good people that speak up? How is it going to get there? Who's going to speak on your behalf? No one. Absolutely. And yeah, you're probably going to get shit on for not doing this earlier. But that's just fucking part of it. Because like we are in the wrong for not having done it earlier. Mm -hmm. We are fucked. It is our fault. It's okay. We're allowed to start fixing it now. It doesn't make up for the past injustices. But it's... It's the least we can do today. Absolutely. 100%. And I mean, yeah, no, just just keep moving forward and keep doing your absolute best. And people will know. I mean, is if you're not making it all about you and you're just 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 put your actions where your words are, put your money where your mouth is. Money where your mouth is. Better. Support those great content creators and organizations. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being part of this today. (laughs) Amidst it's still a pandemic, though, right? I think everyone's kind of forgotten that overnight. Yeah, Yeah, we forgot about. I know I did for a few days there, and I was like, "Oh (laughs) shit, I still have to stay home and socially distance." Fuck. Right. Right. Like, man. Yeah, that's another thing. If you're you've got a cough, please don't go to the protests and get everyone else sick. (sighs) Please don't do that. It's okay to stay home. You can help from home. God damn, isn't it insulting though that the the military wasn't out to keep people in their homes for COVID, but now for this right? injustice like of oppression. And- oh, all the police are out in their full blown uniforms with new outfits. I'm like, well, where did all this money come from? Where are all these uniforms from? How are you guys yeah. so organized? How are you out overnight with paintball guns? Like, what is this? And then using chemical Amazing. warfare that attacks the respiratory system. Oh in the my god, that should be outlawed. I thought the, pandemic. Are you fucking kidding? I thought they outlawed this when they were fighting the cults in the nineties, like when Waco happened and they poisoned all those children and like all the tear gas or whatever it was, choking gas, caught fire all the time, and that was a huge reason that people died in police stings. I thought they outlawed that then, but I guess not. God. Jeez. People are so fucked up. Be a voice for change. That's about it. Yeah. Yes. Please do that. And donate. Um, they just reopened Brianna Taylor's family fund. Oh, that's cool. Um, so that's really, really exciting. I've been wanting to give some money to her family for a long time because they still have not uh they still have not seen any justice. Uh so 
So definitely, definitely donate whatever you can. And then there are also, if you don't have money to donate, find there are YouTubers who are making YouTube playlists. All you have to do is just stream the YouTube playlist and the, all of the money and proceeds that would be going to the YouTubers pockets are going into uh, GoFundMes and- I love that. Uh, you should send me that and I'll add it. I'll add it in. I've seen yes. the online petitions you can sign, but I haven't seen the YouTube vids you can watch. Yes, yes. I know Shane Dawson has a bunch of them. And then I've seen a few other people who are just making playlists that will, um, just as long as you have them playing, just keep them playing and it'll keep donating money. So if That's you don't amazing. have any money, you can donate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. All right. A big thank you to Savannah for coming on the show and really being such a great advocate for growth on a personal level. She truly is an inspiration. I look forward to seeing what she does in the future. Uh, in the show notes, I've attached all of her recommended follows, so go ahead and follow them as soon as you get the chance. I've also attached a link to some YouTube videos you can watch that will result in real money being fundraised for the Black Lives Matter movement. Now is the time to realize where we went wrong, reflect, and actively participate in doing better. Have a lovely week, everyone, and as always, stay curious.